Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as per usual, I count it an honor and a blessing to be here with all of you on this episode number 198 of our podcast. Well, PCU family, today we're talking about a subject that many of us don't like to do, yet it is an inevitable part of our lives. What am I talking about? Before I announce that, please take some time to go ahead and get your Bible, your notebook, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend encourages you, is coming to you with current wait time is. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, everybody. So I have a couple of questions for you, and let me start off with this one. Who out there in the BCU community really enjoys waiting? Hmm. <laughs> All right. How about waiting on the Lord to answer a prayer request? So you ask God for something and you are waiting for him to manifest that that particular prayer for it to happen, to come to pass that time in between. How much do you enjoy that? Yeah, not many of us, not many of us. Let's talk about that. Let me give you a little background, uh, BCU family. When I got saved over 20 some odd years ago, I was under the erroneous impression that I could just name and claim, blab and grab. It's my blessing. So I should get it now for anything and everything that I wanted. And I didn't think that I should have to wait on it. I mean, after all, I'm the king's kid and the king's kid should have whatever they want when they want it without any question, right? Mm. <laughs> Thank God <laughs> that I was really wrong on that. Thank God. That's a whole other podcast. So not always. Now, I will say, BCU family, that there are times when God does move on our behalf swiftly and suddenly. And of course, we love when that happens. And because God is God, he has a reason for moving quickly. Uh, many times it's because our petitions line up with his perfect will at that particular moment. Maybe we are finally reaping some things that we've sown. So maybe it's that, 
Or, you know, maybe still the Lord is just fulfilling his word when the scriptures say that the righteous are never forsaken, nor his seed baking bread. You know, Psalms tells us that. So the deal is, is that God does take care of us no matter what. And we know that it does happen and that the move, the Lord does move on our behalf uh, quickly. So the point is here is that God's perfect will and timing are in effect whenever he moves. Now, while we're okay with that, when it happens suddenly, what happens when we have to wait? Are we still believing in God's perfect will and timing being in effect? Now, for many of us, once we make our requests known unto God, there's that hopeful expectation and faith that he will answer. And in our minds, or most of our minds anyway, that he's going to answer fairly soon. But sometimes it is God's perfect will for some wait time before he fulfills our petition. And that's where we just need to settle in and enjoy the wait. Now, according to Strong's Concordance, and it is entry number 4037, the word wait in Greek is actually, BCU family, a compound word, perimeno. Now, peri, P-E-R-I, means all around, and meno, M-E-N-O, means remaining stable, uh, to abide. So in essence, when we put those two words together, waiting is staying steadfast or enduring, abiding throughout challenging situations. You know, when the wait time is extended, when we have a prayer request before God, uh, quite honestly, and I can speak for myself, our faith in God can sometimes grow very weak. And as we start to faint in our minds, the adversary will come to let you know, hey, you know what? God has taken too long or God has forgotten all about you. Look at so-and-so and how they're getting things and you're not. Look at this person who doesn't necessarily serve God and, and look at how blessed, and I have that in air quotes, they are. If you're so faithful, why hasn't God responded or or uh, one of the ones I've heard, you know, you may just need to go ahead and do this yourself. Don't wait on God. It's taken too long. Too much time has passed and it's going to be too late. And the thing is, BCU family, whether it's what I just said or any other lie that the enemy has for you, when we choose to meditate on those untruths, we become consumed with the fact that God hasn't answered yet. And we begin to, we begin to doubt and question our faith and trust in God. Amen. And in fact, what will happen is that we become so consumed with what it looks like God is not doing, that very request is going to be our focal point. And we're going to continue to meditate on what God is not doing or what it is that we have before him. And that becomes our focus so much so that we will talk, uh, aka complain, to anyone one that will hear us, uh, we will not hear God's voice at all. Complaining and murmuring drowns out the voice of God. And if we think about a BCU family, very often our lack of faith will prolong our wait time even more or cause us to miss out on the blessing altogether.
Now, BCU family, I want you all to think about the children of Israel, and you can read all about them in the book of Exodus and Numbers especially, but think about when the children of Israel uh, were in bondage to the Egyptians and the Lord finally freed them after, you know, so many years, 400 years of bondage. Now, it's been said that their journey from Egypt to the promised land was about 250 miles, which could have taken about maybe about 10, 11 days or so to a month. It just depends on breaks and stuff like that. So, um, you know, again, on the long side, a month, shorter side, about uh, two weeks. The word of God tells us that the trip took 40 years. BCU family, think about that. 40 years. And part of the reason that it took four decades to do something that would take a month is because of the murmuring, the complaining, and the disobedience that the children of Israel displayed during that entire time. And as mentioned earlier, and when we murmur, when we fuss, when we complain, we can't hear God or we'll hear him for a short season and then we'll allow the enemy to come in and to shut down what the word of God says and we start to go on our own. So not only did the trip take 40 years, uh, it's been estimated that there was about, I don't know, a million or so people that had started off in this particular trip. Now, I want you all, BCU family, to think about this. Out of the original million or so people that started off from Egypt to the promised land, two people out of that entire original group, and I'm not talking about the children under 20 that were able to come in, only two people from the original group, Joshua and Caleb, were able to enter into the promised land and enjoy the blessing that God had promised. Now, I have to tell you all that this is very sobering to me. And many times we will kind of shake our heads at the uh, children of, of Israel and say, oh my goodness, you know, all that God did for them and how he provided. And, you know, they, they just did not do what they were supposed to do. Many times we can be that same way. And we are just two weeks or a month or, or whatever it is. And I don't mean literally, but figuratively, Lord, figuratively, BCU family, we are so close to our blessing and we can miss it all together or prolong it because of our attitude. So this is not the testimony that the Lord wants for us. And thankfully he has provided his word to help us when we start to feel as if um, things are taking too long or we're feeling unsure about what God said. So let's go into the word of God and let's see what scriptures, and this is not an exhaustive list, of course, this is just a few that the Lord dropped into my spirit to share with you what we can do to hold on in those times where we feel that God is not hearing us. All right. So first off, one of the first scriptures comes from Hebrews chapter 11, verse number six, and it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him, him meaning God, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is. That's number one. We've got to believe who God is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So we may need to go to the Lord 
on more than one occasion. We want to be sure that whatever we are seeking the Lord for, that we are asking in faith. And the Lord will let you know once you have asked uh, in faith and the Lord assures you that he will answer you, even if it's not right away, you'll get this peace where you don't have to continuously uh, seek him for that same request, but that you'll continue to just praise him for what he's going to do. All right. Number two, I'm getting excited because I, I love the word of God and I praise him for it. Number two, we should not give up on God. And that comes from Proverbs chapter 24, verse number 10. And the scripture says, if thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. So this is telling us that we don't want to give up on God at all. Uh, if we go back to the to the scripture in Hebrews, we got to believe who he is, right? So we don't want to faint in the day of adversity. We want our strength to stay strong. Now, strength stays strong by waiting. Isn't that something? And Isaiah chapter 40 verses 29 through 31 tells us just that. So if we're feeling weak, we've got some help. Uh, verse number 29 of Isaiah chapter 40 says, he gives power to the faint and to them that have no might, he increases strength. So this is where we want to get it from BCU family. We just go to God, going to people, going to places, going to things, going to food, going to movies, going shopping is not going to help boost your faith at all. It will temporarily satisfy your flesh, whatever it is. And then you've got to come back and face whatever it is that you're you're uh, weak about. So best for us to go to God straight away. Let me even go to verse number 30 because there's more. Even the youths shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. So young folks will fail. They'll fall rather um, and they'll, they'll get faint and they'll get tired. But verse 31 offers us hope with but they that wait They that wait, mm, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So when we start to feel like it's, it's over and we can't do any more, we just need to call upon the name of the Lord and we want to wait some more. And I'm a witness that he will renew your strength. Next point is that there is a purpose in waiting. So again, while we're waiting, we have to recognize that there is a purpose. It produces the fruit of patience and it matures us. Let's go to the book of James chapter one, verses two through four. And it says, my brethren, Count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patience. You, when you have to wait on some BCU family, you have to be patient. Now, verse number four ties this all up, but let patience have her perfect work that you might be perfect, meaning mature, and entire wanting nothing, wanting nothing. So you will learn how to wait and how to wait the right way and with patience. And when you're waiting with patience, it means we're not snapping off 
uh, anyone's head, that we are not fussing or murmuring or complaining, but we are doing the wait with a cheerful heart. Amen. We're patient. And how we can make sure that our hearts stay cheerful is my final point. And that is, is that we should be thankful. And that comes from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse number 18. And it reads, In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So when you think about all of this BCU family, and, and I actually want to go back to a point for the scriptures in Isaiah, um, Isaiah chapter 40 uh, verses 29 through 31 indicate that waiting is an active versus passive process. And, you know, when nothing else is on your heart or mind except for what you're waiting for God to do, the anxiety of wondering when it's coming, why it's not here, what the holdup is, things like that, it can actually hinder us if we're not careful from continuing to serve the Lord right? Because we're so focused on that. We talked about that a little earlier. When you think about those scriptures in Isaiah, Isaiah mentions mentions mounting up with wings of an eagle or flying, walking, running. These are action words. So this tells me that while we wait, that we are to be busy for the Lord. Mm. You know, I may talk about that in an upcoming podcast. So that, that might be a whole different different podcasts. So stay tuned for that BCU family. Stay tuned for that. So, you know, I can testify to the fact, BCU family, that I have been waiting on the Lord for uh, quite a few things. You know, I've had requests that I put in as late as yesterday or this morning, I guess I could say. I've had some that I'm waiting for the Lord to manifest uh, that have been just kind of waiting. I've been waiting for some months and I will tell you that there are a few things that I've been waiting a number of years for. And I certainly would not be honest with you if I told you that I always followed the scriptures that I gave to you all above. Um, it's something that I have to be intentional in working on. And I am so grateful to God for his patience and mercy toward me because there have been times where I've cried and complained and I've shut down and I've murmured and I've, I've asked why and what's going on. And eventually um, the Lord blessed me to allow patience to have her perfect work and, uh, and still is, <laughs> and still is. And I'm grateful to God for it because the goal is, is that we want to be more like him and he allows certain situations to come about to build up our faith and to help us to be more like him because the goal is BC family to make it into heaven. And, uh, we want to be sure that we are allowing the Lord, uh, to use the situations to refine us so that we can stand before him in peace and that he can say to us, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Amen. Amen. So what about you, BCU family? Have you been waiting on something specific from God for a while? Um, how have you constructively occupied yourself while you wait? Or has there been more of a complaining kind of spirit? Now listen, you know that I have no judgment for you here. No judgment whatsoever. 
Um, I have been very transparent that I haven't always made the mark on this one. So I'm curious to know what your thoughts are. So if you're not already on the blendcouragesyou.com site, please head on over, go on down to the comment section, and let's continue our conversation. Well, BCU family, it is about time for me to wrap up. I've certainly enjoyed my time here and pray that you all did as well. And as we get ready to sign off, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And I'm looking forward to the next time that we are together. So until that time, may our amazing God continue to bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you peace as you wait and as you stay on the wall.